Hello and welcome to Nick's Snack for Neologisms, episode 9, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered feckless, glib, and diaphanous. And in this episode, we're covering harangue, abstemious, and lampoon. Some interestingly sounding words, I must say. All right, so let's move on to our first word. Our first word is harangue. It is spelled H-A-R-A-N-G-U-E. That's H-A-R-A-N-G-U-E, harangue. And it is defined as a scolding or a long or intense verbal attack, diatribe. It's also a long, passionate, and vehement speech, especially one that is delivered before a public gathering. So anytime you see someone giving like a really passionate speech and there's maybe a little anger in their speech or, or something of that, that nature, then it's considered a harangue. So the first thing that came to my mind when I was researching this word was a movie I just saw called The Broken Circle Breakdown. I highly recommend it. It's a really good movie, really sad, but really good movie. It's about this child that has cancer and I won't try to spoil it too much, but there's one part in the movie where one of the child's parents, who's a musician, gives a harangue inappropriately to an audience that that is listening to his music. And the guy goes in this long harangue about um, God and politics and all this other stuff, totally inappropriate, but that's what came to my mind. If you've seen the movie, it'll totally make sense because that was definitely a harangue. If you haven't seen it, maybe see the movie and you can be like, ah, that's what Nick was talking about. Uh, The next thing that comes to my mind is Hitler and his speeches. Remember, you guys have probably seen those old videos of Hitler giving his speeches. Those were definitely harangues. You know, when he's up there, and he's just going nuts, and he's like red in the face, and he's just crazy. That's, that's a good example of a harangue. So, so Hitler gave a lot of harangues. Actually, that's one good way you could remember the word because it starts with an H, and so does Hitler. Hitler the haranguer. Yeah. I didn't even think about that till now. That's actually a good way to remember it. The other way to remember it, since we're just segueing into this part of the podcast, is that you can think of harangue as in her anger. And she assaults you with her anger. She verbally attacks you because of her anger. Harangue. Hopefully that's not too confusing. Anyhow, uh, that is the word harangue. Scolding or long or intense verbal attack diatribe. A long, passionate, and vehement speech, especially one delivered before a public gathering. Harangue. Okay, let's move on to some online examples of harangue being used in a sentence. The first one goes, Her sermonizing about being a messiah for society's outcasts turned into a harangue about her own slightly delayed superstardom. The next example goes, But there were months when bills were high, and so I would harangue him about his long-distance calls because we could not afford them. And the last example of harangue goes, The judge harangued the defendant for blatantly lying to him about his whereabouts during the crime. So that is the word harangued. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is abstemious. It is spelled A-B-S-T-E-M-I-O-U-S. That's A-B-S-T-E-M-I-O-U-S, abstemious. It's a good word, and it means sparing or moderate in eating and drinking, temperate in diet. Honestly, I think the word can just mean moderate or moderation. That's that's one way you can think about it. So I know that after a long, hard workout, I'm definitely not abstemious. What I usually do is I work out. I'm not 
starving after my workout, but like a few hours afterwards, I just get this craving for food. So I just freaking gorge. I mean, I'll go to town so much so that, you know, I have a distended belly and my belly will hurt. And I'll be like, damn, why did I do that? Sometimes I eat so much. I don't even get a good night's sleep because I go to bed with this like distended belly and it pulls on my lower back and I wake up with lower back pain. So that's, that's, um, not being abstemious at its worst right there. So my whole point is that, you know, abstemiousness is probably good. I'm an advocate of it. I just don't do it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, how about you? Are you, are you abstemious in diet? Maybe so. What about drinking? Do you abstemiously imbibe your alcoholic beverages or do you just go out, get wasted and I don't know, laugh at your foolishly abstemious peers? Yeah. Something like that. Right. So, um, yeah, that's abstemious, sparing or moderate in eating and drinking temperate in diet. How do we remember this word? I think it's pretty easy to remember because abstemious to me just sounds like abstain. It also sounds like abstinence to me, both of which involve moderation of some sorts. Another way you can remember it is abs. It has the word abs in it. So you want to get those six pack abs. You've got to refrain from drinking and eating too much. All right. Abstemious. It's a good thing. I think anyhow, here are some online examples of abstemious being used in a sentence. The first one goes, smokers tend to die younger than do their abstemious peers by nearly a decade. The second example goes, if he had known this would happen, he said, if he knew he were going to die so young, he would have lived a less abstemious life. The next example goes, next I thought about adding a rich, decadent element to keep the salad from veering into abstemious territory. I like that. I think I actually have a fairly abstemious diet myself in the sense that I don't really eat a lot of complex crap. I could do a lot of nuts, like basic foods, oatmeal. I think the most like complex thing I'll make is pasta. That's pretty abstemious. So yeah, abstemious cook I am. The last example goes, but the candidate is boringly abstemious and reporters traveling with him find him aloof. That would be kind of annoying, right? You're like a Popper, you work for the paparazzi, or you're like a, a big reporter, and you're you're following some candidate, but he's really abstemious in his behavior. So yeah, abstemious obviously can be extended beyond just diet, and you know however much you're drinking, it can refer to your behavior, I suppose. So if someone's acting moderately or abstemious, like this candidate was, you would be bored out of your mind as a reporter. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, that's abstemious. A B S T E. M-I-O-U-S, abstemious. Let's move on to our last word, which is lampoon. This is a good word too, lampoon. You'll hear it often in, you see it often in like newspapers, people using the word lampoon or someone being lampooned. It's spelled L-A-M-P-O-O-N. That's L-A-M-P-O-O-N, lampoon. And it is a sharp, often virulent satire directed against an individual or institution, a work of literature, art, or the like ridiculing severely the character or behavior of a person, society, etc. That's a long ass definition. Usually it just means to like make fun of someone kind of in a really mean way or to publicly criticize someone or something and to use ridicule or like irony or sarcasm or something of that nature. And that's what lampooning is. So when you think of lampooning, 
I know at least for me, the first thing that comes to my mind are those cartoons you see in newspapers, those political cartoons. Um, you know, like usually there was one of President Bush and they would sort of make him look like a, mou- a mouse and then they'd have some like blurb about him saying something funny because he always made those blundering errors, right, when he was speaking. So those, so, so Bush always got lampooned a lot. Um, let's see, what else? How about YouTube? YouTube is filled with lampoons, right? You can't find a video over, I don't know, 50 to 100,000 views that doesn't have some sort of lampooning in it. There's always lampooning going on in um, uh, YouTube videos. Ways to remember the word. Okay, I remember the word just by the fact that it kind of reminds me of a harpoon because they both have that poon in the last part of them. So lampoon, harpoon. Harpoon is obviously a sharp spear that you kill whales with. I'm not a whale killer, but, you know, that's what they use harpoons for. So I think of harpooning as sort of like violently attacking someone, but you're doing it in a artistic way. Yeah, that's a good way to remember it. All right, let's move on to some online examples of the word lampoon being used in a sentence. Remember, it just means to publicly criticize someone or something by using ridicule, irony, or sarcasm. So the first example goes, the web has yet to meet a serious idea it couldn't lampoon. And the next example goes, the senator made himself famous as the pinch-penny watchdog of public spending, lampooning dubious federal projects. Interesting. The next example goes, he said such ridiculous things that he was often the target of lampoons in the press. And the last example goes, comedy was used both to support and lampoon social causes. So that is the word lampoon. So those are our three words, harangue, abstemious, and lampoon. Let's recall them and see if we can remember their definitions. All right. So what does the word harangue mean? As in her sermonizing about being a Messiah for society's outcast turned into a harangue about her own slightly delayed superstardom. The word harangue, what does it mean? Good. It's a long, passionate, vehement, virulent speech often delivered publicly. That is the word harangue. All right, let's go on to the next word, which is abstemious. As in, I am certainly not abstemious after a long, hard workout. What does the word abstemious mean? Good. It means moderate in eating or drinking or anything else. And lastly, lampoon. What does the word lampoon mean? As in, President Bush was often lampooned in newspapers throughout the country. Lampoon. Good. It means to publicly criticize by using ridicule, irony, or sarcasm. Lampoon. So those are three words. Harangue, abstemious, and lampoon. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, episode 9. Stay tuned for episode 10, which will happen next week. If you haven't already, please leave me a review on iTunes. Let me know how it's going. I've gotten two more reviews. Thank you for those reviews. I read them both. And one of the reviews suggested maybe making the podcast a little longer, including one to two more words. So if you guys want one to two more words, let me know in a review and perhaps I will do that. All right. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode. Bye.